the Mindful Rancher podcast. I'm your host, Christina Williams. This is a podcast where I combine the world of agriculture and the ideas of life coaching. So if you're looking to up-level your agriculture career or simply want to find a way to enjoy this beautiful industry more, then saddle up. Let's make this happen together. friends, welcome to episode 33. Now remember, if you have not gone to my website yet and got my free training on saying no, today is the day. Saying no is a skill that in today's world we do not have. And this short little training will get you started. So go get it. So the past two episodes, we have talked about our reactions making sense and how becoming aware of them and being able to articulate them can give us a lot of power. So now, what can you do if you really are struggling trying to change your reaction and you have no idea where to start? What are some ideas for you when you really don't want to be reacting to different things? Like maybe when someone's criticizing you or when someone's pointing out a mistake maybe when somebody is interrupting you and you're giving a presentation or when people are just flat out being rude. What can you do? How do you get yourself to not take things personally and how do you not react in the way that you always have? Here's just a few ideas that I often put into practice when I'm in situations where it's potentially triggering for me, when it's like I have a really high tendency to react in these situations or get defensive in these situations these are a couple of the things that i try and the very first one is what i call "Ooh, tell me more and literally that's all you do when someone points something out to you or someone comes and attacks you about something you simply say "Ooh, tell me more so when someone interrupts "Ooh, tell me more why was it so important that they needed to say what they needed to say and it was more important to them to say it than it was to listen to you tell me more think about when someone criticizes you Ooh, tell me more literally ask them what the experience is like for them let's say when someone comes up to you and has a bone to pick with you let them bring the bone ask them to bring all the bones so really it's a ooh, tell me more So let me tell you a story where this has served me super well. I was recently working a trade show booth about feedlot cattle production. Now, all walks of life come and visit the booth. There are cattle lovers and there are cattle haters. I use ooh, tell me more all the time with the haters. I want them to tell me about their experience. Maybe there is something we do need to change in our practices. Maybe there is something that they don't understand that I can explain. Maybe there is some false information out there. Maybe there is something that I can learn from them. Maybe there is something I need to do more research on. And maybe we'll just have to agree to disagree. But maybe we will discover that their fight isn't with me at all. Anyways, I was working our booth and a lady came up to me and started with, I have an issue with what you're feeding cows. Sure sign of a hater. Ooh, tell me more. What's the problem? She proceeded to tell me about her butter, how it doesn't melt when she leaves it on the counter. Ooh, tell me more. The butter should melt when it's hot out and when the house gets hot. And she thinks it isn't melting because of the oil that is being fed to the cows. Sadly, friends, I know a lot about cows, but I don't know a ton about dairies. 
I don't know dairy rations, and I really know nothing about butter and processing, or even its melting temperature. Sure, when it's super hot, I know it melts, and when it's in the fridge, it's hard, but that's about the extent of my knowledge on this subject. So maybe I'm just not the right girl to have the conversation with. But now I know that she believes that butter should melt when it's left on the counter. And the reason that she thinks it doesn't is because what cows are fed. Now, I don't know if any of these things are true, but she believes that they're true. And so it makes sense that she is bringing up the subject to me because I'm working a booth about cows. Now, in the process of me simply standing there, listening to her and asking her, ooh, tell me more about that me allowing her to express everything, she looks up and reads our sign. Cattle for beef, not the same thing as cattle for dairy. And she realizes that I probably don't have the answer she's looking for. She's looking from the dairy cows and I'm representing the beef cows. And we could simply part ways where she got to express her views. I didn't have the answer she was looking for, but I also didn't start a fight. I let her express her views and her opinions and I learned that She believes that butter should melt when it's out on a counter. And she believes that it did in the past and that there has been a change. I hope she finds the answer she's looking for. And I hope someone who knows dairy cattle far better than I do will be able to explain it to her. But in this process, I was open to an experience where someone came to me expressing very strong opinions and concerns with what we're doing. I hope she finds the answers. But you see how ooh tell me more, allowed for that interaction to just play out nicely. That interaction didn't need to escalate. We didn't need to go into attacking or defending or me pretending to know more than I actually know. This is a great tool to allow people to express their opinions and for you to simply learn and listen. Trust me, I will be paying much more attention to my butter melting temperature in the future because I'd never really thought about it before. So a simple thank you for bringing that to my attention and can you tell me more could work wonders in some of your interactions. Now, my next favorite tool is agree with them. 100% agree with them. So when people bring up a concern, you can simply say, I know, I know, I totally do that. Now this is opposite to what we normally do. We normally, if someone brings up something to us, we will get defensive. And we get defensive because there's a piece of us that agrees with them. There's a part of ourselves that maybe we don't like and they're pointing it out and we know it's true, but we just feel so bad about it that we get defensive to try to keep ourselves safe. Now, here's a good funny story about me. I often get told that I have poor spelling and grammar. I gotta be honest with you. It's the truth. I'm a horrible speller. But I usually would get defensive when people will point this out to me and give all the reasons that they shouldn't be criticizing my spelling. But the truth is, I can't spell. I'm horrible at spelling. So honestly, when they come up and say that, really my answer should be like, well, duh, I know that. Like, tell me something I don't know. Thank goodness Spellcheck was created to save my life and my career because without it, I'd be a disaster. So what they're saying, you're a very poor speller, that is very true. Why don't I just agree with them? Now, often we don't agree with them 
is because what I do and when I get defensive, I'm making my poor spelling ability mean that I suck at life. I take it as one more reason that I won't be successful and I make them pointing it out mean that the world knows that I suck. But what my poor spelling really means, it just means that I'm not the greatest at spelling. My mind doesn't work that way. And that's totally okay. I can be horrible at spelling and not suck at life. And I don't know why we don't give ourselves that possibility. So when someone points out something to you that's like kind of the truth, agree with them. It doesn't make it mean that it's you're a bad person or that you somehow will never be successful. It just means that maybe you have a weakness and you know it. They know it too. Why is that a problem? Do you see how these two approaches just have the ability to lighten things up? We really do not need to defend ourselves because a lot of the times people are saying is just kind of true and that's fine. Or it's an opinion that we just don't agree with. You're like, maybe. Like if I wasn't bad at spelling, I'd be like, okay, that's odd. Maybe I spelled something wrong, but I am bad at spelling. So now it's like, I just agree with them, right? You can use these tools in such an interesting way in where we can learn more about other people's opinions. We can agree with them that we have weakness and we can still know that even though we have weaknesses, we're still amazing humans. We're still capable of so much. We still have great contributions to make. We don't have to make other people's opinions mean anything about us. We don't have to react to them, right? So we understand that our reactions make sense based on how we're thinking. But when someone comes up to us with a differing opinion, we can just be like, oh, if it's something that's kind of true, okay, agree with them. If it's something that you don't really know a lot about, ooh, tell me a little bit more about that. Those are two really great tools. You don't have to react. Just get curious or agree. It's really simple. And those are just two techniques. There's hundreds of other techniques that we could come up with on ways to approach this so we're not reacting and escalating situations. So my friends, two things to do this week. Get curious and agree. It'll be fun. Have a wonderful week. listening my friends if you enjoy this episode please leave me a rating and review wherever you get podcasts and stay tuned for more weekly episodes and coaching offers and opportunities